0: Hello? Hello? Is anyone listening? Or am I the only one who is calling and responding? Oh, that's right. This is one of those old-fashioned setups, what we used to call a radio station. This is just meant to send out, not bring back in. Strange to think about. That there was ever a time where one-way communication was considered the norm, where the value of speaking at would be praised over speaking with. There was a time, yes, and perhaps that time is coming again. Perhaps it is even coming to Elm Lake. It's kind of weird that I would have been the one to have found this. I never really viewed myself as a public speaker. I guess, through this, I am more of a private speaker, my voice going out from the station to your ears. Maybe. I hope that this finds you, and that you are listening. This is a new platform, something that has been overlooked for far too long. Well, maybe not. Maybe others have done exactly what I'm about to do, but those others aren't here now, are they? They aren't coming to stop me, and there's no need to barricade the door. At least, not yet. Not that I can imagine. Before you wonder, dear listener, no, I am not alone. Well, I am right now, but not in my community. There are many of us. I would say that I lost count, but more to the point, I never chose to begin. Some of us remember our yesterdays. Some of us blissfully don't. What matters now is that we are together. We can make something new, something beautiful. And we can correct mistakes that led us to where we are today. Hopefully, we are nothing if not proud. Will pride bring us low or help us to soar? This is among the things we do not know, at least not yet. The discovery of this station can be of great benefit to us all. will be an opportunity to talk about what is happening outside of these doors. It will be a chance to provide a level of normalcy to our community. It will present a chronicle of events that can be played back at a later date, so that hopefully, others can avoid the mistakes that we are sure to make. I am just a person, just a voice. Hoping to capture the realities of my world. Hoping to carry those realities farther than my body could carry them. Let this radio be the wind that carries my voice to you. Let my words chronicle the pasts that continue to happen outside these doors and outside the world I have known for a long time. Let me begin again. Hello. Thank you for listening. I am calling. From Elm Lake. This morning, as the sun rose slowly into the sky, casting a scarlet sheen over our valley, the sounds of children playing echoed. Odd, ah, that particular noise coming to our ears through the red tinged dawn. Children we haven't seen children in our community for quite some time none of us here remember a time where we would have been called a child the youngest of us is 20 and while births do happen those infants are spirited away the oldest among us claim that they are returned when they've reached their 20th birthday but can we ever be certain how do we know that jenny fowler who entered our community just last month is the same Jenny Fowler that Bill and Rebecca Fowler said was taken from them so long ago. Sure, Jenny has Bill's eyes and Rebecca's smile. But how do we know that there isn't something else happening? And if Jenny is the same, what happens in the missing time? The Fowlers claimed that their Jenny was born only five years ago. But they also insist that this Jenny is their Jenny. It is all a great mystery, a mystery that may not be able to be solved as we are here within our community and we are not encouraged to leave it. Angus Thorpe has offered to leave to investigate, but for now, we need Angus helping to ensure that the water wheel is in proper working condition. But back to the sounds of children. Those that heard it reported the sounds of a game and some sort of overpowering crashing sound localized near where the children had been heard. The site of these auditory hallucinations was near the old schoolyard, which, due to size, has been converted into something of a local market. Vendors setting up their stalls for the day heard many voices crying out, You're it! followed by giggling, laughing, and again, the overpowering crashing sound. When the crashing sound faded, the vendors saw that their stalls had been prepared even though they didn't recall doing so and there were no further sounds of children playing and laughing. It should be noted that today those vendors who brought peppers were making good sales. It was an especially and oddly pepper heavy day for our community. During the afternoon, some of the elders of our community got together, meeting in our central spot, as they do almost every afternoon. This time, they brought along Jenny Fowler. According to those who saw the procession, Jenny Fowler was practically skipping and stood taller than the elderly people around her. What followed was apparently an intense question and answer session. It seems that Jenny answered the questions presented to her with satisfaction, as she was allowed to return to the home of Bill and Rebecca Fowler. According to my calculations, it has been at least two months since the last time we heard the sirens blaring from over the nearby mountains. Perhaps things are becoming less dangerous outside of our community. Perhaps there is something of a status quo being created, a sense of normalcy being returned to the world. This is one of the longest stretches of time where the sirens have not sang their cursed song and, I have to admit, a part of me almost misses the sense of panic they instill. Instead there is a lingering dread. As much as I want to believe that things have gotten better, I still worry that things have instead gotten far worse that those who operate the sirens have succumbed in some way to some malady we can only imagine. Dear listener, my imagination is great and I hope it has not come to anything of the sort. Perhaps soon we shall hear the sirens again and then perhaps we will solve the riddle. That is what the sirens signify. Let that be a question for you, dear listener. Do you hear sirens within your community? they echo all around you do they take or do they give is their existence something to help drive you forward or is it slowly inexorably pulling you back many things weigh on my mind and on my heart dear listener will my voice reach you will it fill you with a sense of foreboding or a feeling of hope Were the peppers from this morning's market grown properly is jenny fowler hiding something nefarious or instead a savior perhaps meant to save us all with a swirl of brown hair and flashing green eyes. Speaking of Jenny Fowler, rumors have started to flow through town that the youngest member of the Fowler family has been finding ways under the darkness of night to search out buildings such as this one. Jenny has been seen traipsing through the street after the sun has descended, lit only by moonlight, And carrying a basket under one arm the basket has a blanket over the top of it concealing what may be carried around the town jenny fowler is by all accounts moving through our community in good spirits without any easily identifiable purpose or direction and then before the moon reaches its highest point jenny returns to the home of bill and rebecca fowler and the lights within are extinguished all of the fowler family have seemed more at peace recently is it simply the return of jenny who may not even be their jenny fowler that has lightened their spirits our activities being carried out behind closed doors that would make children blush if our community had any children dear listener i do not know for certain and far be it from me to move beyond pure speculation into the realm of full accusation i do believe that the fowlers are stalwart members of our community and that there is Nothing occurring behind their doors that is untoward. But the questions linger and have been on the lips of many. Perhaps Bill and Rebecca Fowler have their own agenda, and Jenny Fowler is an innocent victim in the entire thing. But, again, far be it for me to speculate. I would like to take this moment to remind you that, despite what I may have intimated over the course of this broadcast, our community is close-knit, and we work together to ensure our safety. Those who remember what happened in our pasts, with the tragedy of mistakes compounded upon pride, work to try to keep us from walking that same path. It is intrinsic on all of us to look out, not just for ourselves, but for each other we also must learn to trust. Prejudices from the past can loom large even now, knowing what we know. It is also why, despite his wishes to investigate, we cannot permit Angus Thorpe his journeys, at least not right now. Solidifying what we have here is too important. It will help us reach out and grasp at new todays. It has not escaped my attention that perhaps utilizing the equipment here was a foolish choice and one that could bring danger to our door. I don't believe that is in our destiny, but I cannot deny the chance that it may happen. As such, I cannot in good conscience continue this broadcast whatever else may happen rest assured tomorrow is waiting Elm Lake is waiting From Elm Lake, episode one, pilot, was written, recorded, and produced by Sean Monahan. Opening and closing themes written and performed by Sean Monahan. All other music written and performed by Matt McInnes. Find out more at machinistmusic.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Elm Lake Pod to add a little irregular strangeness to your social media profile. If you've come to visit our strange little town thanks to Apple or Google podcasts, feel free to leave a rating and review. Your words could help new listeners hear the call of Elm Lake. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to support us, you can simply head to patreon.com slash calling from Elm Lake. Your support will help us continue to grow and unfold the story and bring new elements into play as we move forward. We have been living in interesting times. Don't forget to stop and breathe once in a while.